Thanks so much for downloading the Nightcap podcast. We appreciate the support and we'd love to know that you are enjoying the pod. And now you can become a proud member of the Nightcap podcast tribe. Along with our weekly catch-ups and up-and-coming series with more amazing guests, we've created some bespoke Nightcap podcast clothing, which you can get online now. We've teamed up with our friends at T-Mill to create t-shirts and hoodies in various sizes, colours and fits for both men and women. Yeah, we chose T-Mill for several reasons. They make these clothes with 100% natural materials using organic materials that are better for the environment. They use the sun and wind to power the production of these products, plus they will send you your order in packaging made from plants, not plastics. And the best thing is they look great and they feel great. You can just tell their quality so there's no knockoff merch here. Yeah, it's as simple as this. Go to thenightcap.tmill.com. That's thenightcap.tmill.com to order your Nightcap podcast merch now. And welcome to the nightcap. It's the last day of May. A bit drizzly outside, but um, otherwise it's been a pretty good few weeks. Uh, myself and Paul are upstairs at Salt having a catch-up and a coffee. Got a few things to cover, including our top fives. I'm doing sort of chocolate bars and confectionery you can find in a petrol station. Uh, got a few businessy bits, but first... Elephant in the room, mate. How are you feeling? Post Coventry City's exit, I'm better playoffs. now. It's yeah. like now I'm not think, but when I think about it, it it hurts. Yeah, yeah it, it really tough. hurts. Um, <laughs> it is like we were just saying before. It's 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 different to a cup final because it's it's not. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's, no, it's great not. we got there, but there's so much riding on it. Yeah, and poor Dabo who missed the penalty. It's an awful way to go out. I was on my whoop right during the. During the match, I was checking my heart rate and my resting heart rate during the match was about 120. Mate, that's when, like a fat burn level. I know. That's hilarious. Well, You're losing calories just watching it. activity. It was crazy. Um, <laughs> and then it was like over 130 during the penalties. Oh, mate. It, it was mental. My stress levels were dead high. I fucking I was, hate penalties. I hate them so much. But this, it was like, I said to Simon Halston, so I went with Simon and, and Harry Guy, I said to Simon, if someone asked me to kick a ball now, I'd score fit. But how are they doing yeah, this? I, like, my legs would be like jelly. Because then you add on to it the fact that that one kick is worth about £150 million. And then Honestly. it's going to change the lives of loads of those players yeah. forever. Forever. That they've made it to the Premier League. That yeah. They've got that on their CV. And then we're facing the Luton fans. You've also got 36,000 of them screaming abuse at you and yeah. waving at you. Like that amount of pressure to, just for one kick is it's too much oh, for any mate, It's horrendous. It's, I, I felt so sorry. The, the shots of him like with his head in his hands, like walking back towards the players, oh. like you just wouldn't sleep for weeks, would oh. you? You'd just be like... Just pimples now. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, it's fucking mortifying. Just, yeah, you just feel so guilty, even though you know the best players in the world miss pens. Oh yeah, I mean, look at like Saka and Rashford in the final of and, the Euros. And Harry... You know? got, uh, Harry Kane in the oh yeah in the World, World Cup. Cup yeah I forgot just, about that one it, Beckham did a famous one loads just, of famous players have done it it just happens mm. you know and it, I've always thought it's really ignorant like oh kicking a ball I should get it on target every time but you've got too much time to think about it yeah. it's not a reaction and, and the margins swap. are fine you know especially I always you know when they when it goes over the bar yeah it always looks worse because the ball's still rising Ooh. it could have missed by like six inches but yeah. because it's still rising up it, it goes 30 feet in the air exactly. like, oh my god he's blazed it he's like well he's not 
It's fine margins, isn't it? And going high, it you is. know, keepers don't go high. It's not a bad strategy. It's just high risk. Yeah, but they get slated for going high, but they put it in the top bags. I yeah, know. Then, I know. You know. Right? And that's the thing. I, I've seen so many pundits say, if you look at loads of um, penalty shootouts over the last however long, it's very rarely keepers saving them that is the difference now. It's players missing. Yeah, like, and even yeah. your centre backs are like putting it top bins. Like then the go quality right into the side netting and stuff. The yeah. quality is insane these days. It's players missing rather than keepers saving. Keepers are getting nowhere near, even if they're going the right way. And our, our keeper was close to some. He did mm. touch one, I believe. I've not watched it back yet. I haven't, I haven't got it in me to watch it back yet. <laughs> oh no, fair. But um, I will do soon. I'm sure he touched one. Yeah, but. Oh, well, oh, we no. go again. Well, just, I mean, just to try and salvage something from it. What was it? Was it, you were down in London like the night before, you went out for dinner, like the build up, few pints in the day. Like that must have been an amazing, oh, like a, 24 it a, hours. It was like, a great weekend. And you've yeah. got to say, you know, thank you for the memories and that. Yeah. You know, I was down in London for Friday for the meetings anyway. I was supposed to be Thursday, but I thought I'll move it to Friday. Then I don't Perfect. have to go back and forth. Yeah. And some meetings. And then I met up with a good friend, an old friend from when we were kids with his family and we went to this went for sushi on this roof bar in Regent oh, Street and I burnt my head we had like four <laughs> bottles of rosé between the four of us and then we went out for a couple of beers and I met Alan who used to be our manager here oh yeah so he took How me was he? for dinner at Noble Rock yeah he was good oh lovely um, so we, me and him had a bet about a couple of months ago so he's a Leeds fan Irish mm. Leeds fan strange um, <laughs> and we had a bet basically if Leeds went down he bought me dinner and then the other way around if they stayed up yeah. and they hadn't actually gone down but he just knew they were going so he said I'll take you out Friday night yeah fair enough yeah, yeah and, so and he was right he, they were stuffed they, they, they the were last day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they were done what was the meal like was the meal good yeah, it was nice, nice and lovely wine. Yeah, it's a cool place. I was pretty drunk there though, so. Yeah. <laughs> Can't yeah, remember that. Yeah, yeah, lovely scallop dish, had some nice uh, lovely lamb. Yeah, it was a nice, nice place. What was the build-up to Wembley like in the day, like from the morning onwards, like was it? Because I've never been, I've only been to Wembley once and embarrassingly it was for bloody American football. Oh, it's got right. a free ticket. So I've never been otherwise. Ah. So like, what was it like? I've been a few times. I've been bad times and good times. I went as a kid in the charity shield after covered when the FA Cup oh, and I slept no. through the whole match. Did you? Because I was like four. Oh, wow. Yeah, so, so who were you playing in that? I forgot. I, I can't remember this. who the charity shield was. Yeah. No, I can't remember because we beat Tottenham in the final yeah. FA Cup class team like Glenn Hoddle and yeah, yeah. Like, all wow. that. Um yeah, and no, I, I slept through the whole match, apparently. <laughs> we lost. Um, and then I went, went to watch England-Croatia. You know when we didn't qualify, Euro 2008? Oh, yeah. We, we didn't qualify. We had a yeah. class team. I went yeah. to watch that. And we should have gone through, but yeah. yeah. And then I've been to Coventry playoffs where we won, and then this one. Yeah. But no, it's great. It's a great atmosphere around it. Um, walked all around like the whole place. Got there at 12. And it didn't kick off till quarter five. <laughs> <laughs> Eager. Was yeah. it busy already? There was Cov fans everywhere. I just didn't really? see Luton fans. Like, really? no, I'm not going to slate them, but they, they just had no, like, there was no like much they had no interest, no presence, yeah. no, I don't think, because they, they only have a big following, so it's full of day trippers, I think. Yeah, true. Yeah. Um, it's a small club and a small ground. Small and, club, small, yeah. small town, whereas yeah. Coventry were just, the fans yeah. were so up for Buzzing, it. Buzzing, yeah. Yeah. And, oh, uh, yeah, great atmosphere. And we were in Club Wembley, you know, Simon. Yeah, of course. Spoken to them, so they looked after us. We're in the number nine restaurant. Free booze, free food, like great right. selection of food. It was, well, the seat's um, nice, good as well. Seats were great, padded as well. Oh, lovely. <laughs> we pretty much stood up the whole game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sure. But there's a, there were spaces all in front of us and there was boxes behind us. So we just had loads of space. And when I did sit down, I was sat on two seats, <laughs> spreading my legs. Man, man, spreading my legs. That's great. Oh mate, I mean, I'm still jealous of that, but 
go again next season, right? That's yeah, exactly. All you can do in it. Yeah. The championships are so vol- like we're not going to speak about football for much longer, but the championship is just so volatile, isn't it? Because like you said before, you've got low knees that yeah. were vital for you. They'll go. So like the turnover and the churn. Exactly. And it's already a tight league, isn't it? Like the difference anyone between be anyone fifth on and day. 12th is like five points. It's yeah. like nothing. And you've got next team, we've got strong teams who didn't quite make it. Then you've got teams that have come up. You've got teams mm. gone down. It's, it's such a tough league. Oh, mate. Yeah, oh, right. I was about to say it does, it's my turn this weekend as a United fan with Man City United, but it's not the same. No, it's because not. But well, it is we, a don't, big we don't. Game we don't. We do. You need to stop them doing the treble. We do. That's the, the inc- yours, That's yeah. that. What sounds dreadful is that's almost a greater incentive than the bloody cup itself. Yeah, which yeah. is awful to say. Yeah, but but it's also a weird one because obviously as a United fan, I've rarely ever in my life been supporting us going into a final where we're not the favourites to win. Yeah. Because yeah. most of the time you're, you're facing someone either on your level, like mm. roughly the same or below you. And Man City are like, they're like favourites by, we're like five to one to win or something. Bad, yeah. So it's really weird yeah. going in as underdogs. I think it yeah. might be quite nice because my expectations are low. Yeah. Like, I don't think we'll win. So great, like, okay. Yeah. Well, let's go in. Let's, let's have fun. No, it'd be interesting. I'm looking forward to it actually. <laughs> Anyway, let's let's move on to uh, what are we doing again? Oh yeah, the nightcap with uh, <laughs> so oh, yeah, food, food and drink. Yeah, food. food. Um, okay, we want to start with this. Um, there was an article in uh, the Guardian this week from uh, who was it? It was Jess Elliott Dennison talking about the cost of living crisis, and she was recommending different meals you can do at home that are super tasty and aren't just budget for the sake of you know, and a bit like crap, like some really cool recipes. There was one for like a tomato leek and bean thing with some feta then there was a crispy sausage pasta loads of stuff like that so i thought it'd be quite cool for us to talk about a bit more about what we eat at home obviously we've talked loads about the amazing menu you got here and loads of stuff techniques all those sorts of things but cheap eats at home that are, but go go a long way that are maybe like you know tastier than your average beans on toast that are cheap do you know what i mean yeah what have you got like go-to's they're like things in your locker where you can't be asked or you've only got stuff in the house and you go you know what's your sort of go-to um, yeah i mean the, i just what i do is if i'm trying to sort of keep it tight is i'll try and i'll never go for offers and things like that or cheaper versions of good things if that makes sense so i'll never big think for argument's sake if i wanted i know it's extravagant but it's the best way to explain it i'll never think okay i want fillet steaks i'm not gonna buy a good one i'm gonna buy a shit one so i'm getting a shit fillet but it's still expensive what it is yeah sure it's all about getting the best quality of a cheaper cut Mm -hmm. and it's going to be better than a a shit quality of an expensive cut yeah yeah. if you're not got it yeah and then it's, it's about trying to make things go go longer really and being being creative with it having the skills obviously really helps yeah yeah of course um, like you look at a chicken right and so many people just go and buy just like, the because it's convenient they'll buy all the breasts yeah and the breasts not the best bit anyway no. especially when it's like that on yeah. its own and they're expensive now. they just are buying expensive. Bread. like I think in Waitrose it's like the closest supermarket to my house like two chicken breasts are like £4.55 or something yeah it's a lot of money that's a lot of money yeah so like I think just trying to if you want to, it is teaching yourself those skills about how to get more out of it. Like, either buy the thighs, but they're, they're still quite expensive, they're cheaper mm-hmm. than breasts, or get the chicken whole, mm-hmm. get a couple of them. Yeah. And, you know, you only have to go on YouTube just to see how to bone one out. Yeah, yeah, and it sure. is simple butchery. Yeah, yeah. And just a few goes. And You showed me up here last year yeah, when we exactly. did that, and it was great, and I've used it several times since. And it's easier than... And you're not... Because it can be daunting, and you don't want to fuck it up because you want to respect the animal mm. as well. So, but it's not it's not that hard, you know. Even if you hack a little bit, it, you still roughly get you can get there after a few goes. Exactly, and like you you think about it, like okay, you and the family might want 
chicken wings and just go and buy a load of chicken wings. Mm. Like, they're not that cheap, really, purchased like that from yeah. a supermarket. But if you're... Um, if you're planning ahead and you've got a few chickens in, you do a couple a week mm-hmm. and you butcher them down. Within a couple of weeks, you've got, because you get two wings off a bird, of course. a couple of weeks, you've got loads of wings in the freezer and it's almost yeah. like it's free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So That's you're, a really good you're point. saving them yeah. and then you can do loads with them. It just makes you think more creatively about your cooking. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Or, you know, roasting a chicken, is roast chicken's great on a, on a, um, on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I do it for, say, just me and the kids... Obviously, it doesn't, you know, we, it's too Don't much. It all, yeah. So it's like, how can we do more from this? How can we get more out of it? Because um, uh-huh. they'll they'll probably, if it's a big chicken, they'll probably have half a breast each. Yeah. And I end up, you, you, know, know, you, you fall into, yeah, I'll go into have a breast and a leg and then there's one <laughs> leg left. But what more, what can you do from that? You yeah, know, yeah. You, you know, there's simple things like you can make a broth out of the roasted yeah, lovely, chicken, yeah. get some aromats in there. If you've got lots of condiments in your cupboards already, you know, all your different soys and mm. vinegars and things that don't go off, they're what's going to give it all the yeah, flavour. Yeah. So you're Lovely. making kind of a broth for that's nice and healthy. Yeah. You can shred some of the chicken through it because you don't need to have like say, yeah. a whole yeah, breast a proportion. Only, a little bit goes a long way with those sorts of Exactly. Make, yeah. make your broth with vegetable trimmings from the Sunday. So you're saving your vegetable trimmings, whether it's leek tops or whatever, and then your roasted bones shredding one leg yep. and then you add your noodles to it you've got a ramen for four there yeah that's so true out of it and then you're giving its flavour with you know rice vinegar soy anything like those things that you've got in your store cupboard yeah like building up those sort of things like I have loads of it obviously a nice spice rack and I've got loads of all those kind of condiments yeah, and yeah. hot sauces and things yeah. that are just giving something that's quite Quite cheap and simple, just giving it that power burst, that umami. And a lot of those things, they are expensive when you buy them once, but they last a long time. It's like the cliche thing of like people going, oh, I'm going to do a recipe from this book. Um, yeah. And they need several spices in a couple of different bits, and they've got none of it. So they have to buy those all. For, so then they, they're suddenly like, what, it's 25 quid to make this one dip? Like, I may as well just go out. And it's like, well, yeah, but if you're planning on making other stuff in the future, yeah. you've got all these things in your store cupboard. Like, exactly. So when you can afford it, like build on those things, and they're yeah. not perishable, they're not going to go off. Yeah, so true. And it just it allows you to experiment more and add more. And, you know, and then again, like last night, I, what did I make last night? Oh, I had an actar. Curry box. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Well, I've Lovely. got loads in the freezer. He sent me a tandoori box. So I was just, I'm just doing a few bits. So yeah, Marie great. come over, had the kids. They didn't want any. The boxes are huge, aren't they? Oh, the value for money is mental. It's so good. Yeah. Yeah. And um, no, very gratefully sent me that. He sent one. We had one for staff food recently. Right. So I just cooked some rice and I cooked too much. So I saved it. You know, egg fried rice is just so much better yeah, the yeah. next day. Yeah, like, yeah. It's better. You've got to use old rice generally not fresh rice yeah. but I've got all that stuff in there that I could just make it yeah. I've got some old eggs I'll throw them in there mm-hmm. if I've got some chicken trim or some meat left from this actar box yeah beautiful but you know it's having the stuff in because like where you know some households it's hard to be creative if you don't have that larder mm-hmm. so just building up that larder of all your yeah. different seasons and condiments makes such a difference to your yeah, food massive I guess like the price you're paying is uh, a little bit more up front at the beginning and then your time it's time and planning isn't it but yeah. long term like it's everything else the positive like tastier food mm-hmm. probably more nutritious food and cheaper in the long run yeah so there's loads of benefits from forward and planning I'd, and learning those skills and I'd avoid a supermarket for that stuff go yeah. to an Asian one you get yeah. it cheaper yeah. bigger 
Mm-hmm. You know, you need the storage space, but good point. You know, much cheaper, and you can just fill up on it. And the stuff you can't get, it's like specialist items in supermarkets, and yeah. they put a margin on it. So, so true. And same for your whole chickens and stuff going to butchers, because obviously they'll oh, probably God, be, be bigger, probably a bit more expensive, but they'll go like way further, won't they? They won't yeah. shrink when you cook them. Yeah, yeah, not, <laughs> not like like under dry and just full of water look big yeah full of water all bark no bite yeah yeah and get get you know it's we've lost that art and i know it's hard now because there's not a lot of local butchers around but if you have get to know them like you have in your village you get to know exactly yeah those people big will you know and they're going to advise you and you know they're going to know what to do with some of the cuts that people at home don't and they'll often do all the bits if you can't be bothered or you don't really know how like Deboning stuff and what they'll just well, do. Well, they'll marinate you. stuff for you sometimes, yeah. won't they? Yeah, like, true. Yeah. Around here, they'll do it. So you don't have to do all that. So it's sort yeah. of using those skills and the people around you. Yeah, rather like especially people that can't cook at home. Yeah, yeah. nice. Yeah. Um, there's one dish that actually when I was reading this article, it sort of made me reminisce because I hadn't had it in ages. But it's something I used to have all the time when I first moved out and I was really skin. Um, River Cottage was one of my favourite shows when I was younger. Oh, we yeah. like, it was just like you know that Channel Four show, Hugh Fernley went and still. Looking back, it was a bit like a, it was a bit like a, an old school Clarkson's farm in a way. Yeah, the, the, yeah. The original premise of River Cottage was Hugh Fernley and still lived in like central London mm. as a chef and doing other books and literature and stuff. And then he moved. It was like, can I move to Devon and and be self sufficient? Was the original yeah. premise before it then built up into this like mini empirey thing. Mm-hmm. But there was, uh, he was doing like these one sort of one pot dishes that were really cost effective. And he did this one that was based on a Swedish dish that is just four ingredients, yeah. but five including butter. Um, so butter, potato, <sighs> potatoes cut to like matchsticks, yeah. onion, sliced up and sautéed, and then tinned sardines that you just put on the top with your, and then a few splashes of whole milk. Uh, and then you bake yeah. it and it's obviously super humble very cheap mm. but you get this beautiful sort of fishy brothy thing but then the potato it's like a proper sweet scandy dish yeah but it's it's so i used to have it all the time because it was so cheap but i also got i got fish in there and it like so it felt tasty. nutritious but it was quick to do it was tasty it was cheap yeah and those sorts of meals they're like they really stay with you like this made me think oh, i really want that this week now because yeah. it's like it means a lot to me that sort of yeah food. And some some of the things as well like what some of the one pot dishes that can be fantastic yeah. and it, it's less labor intensive is less if you're not a great cook it's less to worry about there's some components yeah. going on everywhere you Good can point. just worry about this like we made the other day because we're working on it for the book i did one last year and then i've tweaked the recipe and i've got jack up here to go through it again just so i can get the ratios right a jollof rice it's not something that's done a lot over here uh, no. it's in western african you know yeah. I'm senegal not sure I've nigeria had, i'm not sure i've had it unless you know what's the what's the essentials to it so essentially you make um there's so many different ways and i'll, I'll put it on tiktok and i know i'll get caned for it it's one of those things <laughs> pull from cods trying to do this yeah, classic <laughs> it's, one of, it's one of those things where there's so many a bit like Italy, yeah. like every family, every region. There's a Nigerian one, mm. a Senegalese one, other different ones, but all that Western Africa. But mm. essentially, to strip it down to where they're all similar is, it's like Scotch bonnet, peppers, um, onions. You blend it or mash it into like a paste. Ooh. And then you take some oil, cook some onions down, and then you add that paste to it, like with some tomato puree, and then cook that down, add your rice to that, and then some stock. Oh, okay. Um, and then you, know, you slow uh, cook it. So that sounds essentially. Like, well, that, that sounds dried like dried thyme, Nigeria, African curry powder. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. lovely. That sounds delicious. It's really good. And it's a one-pot wonder. And, you know, with some, say, some barbecue chicken on it, it'd be fantastic. But on its own, it was great. Yeah, yeah. But I've done it in a way that, like, we roast the vegetables first, get a nice char on them to bring some smoky flavour through. Mm-hmm. And we cook the onions until they're, like, normally, uh, Western world, we sort of sweat onions. But this, we fry them, get a bit of colour on them. Yeah. And then I add that paste to it, cook it right down. Yeah until it starts catching at the bottom. And then we add the rice and use a whole grain basmati, like a brown basmati, Mm. um, because it holds better. Use a white basmati, it just turns to mush. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it needs all that husk on it. Oh, it's beautiful. Um, Yeah, and then it's bay leaves, thyme, um, stock, and then you just cook it, cook it on the stove about 20 minutes really low with a lid on yum and it's you know, it goes all fluffy oh, and it's, it's, it's fantastic but like, like you said like it's it's one pot so to an extent can't go too wrong but it's like you can just put that down in the middle of the table exactly even if it's family or some friends coming up like, and it just looks amazing and, and this like, recipe like we filled one of our sartuses with it it would it would probably f- uh, feed six people yeah um, and it cost the rice it was like what two two or three peppers mm. one scotch bonnet yeah it, it had a bit of spice to it yeah. some bits of curry powder it, and stuff it, and stock there was not nothing really expensive most expensive thing was the rice in it amazing yeah so that's mm. an absolute winner is it a what happened when you cook like scotch bonnets down do they lose any of their heat they develop you, yeah they, or they, or they, they develop or they, yeah, go, they, they go further yeah oh. yeah it's too hot for some of the guys here really and I, I made it a little bit less hot you know, in, in Western Africa, they they like it. Goes, of meat in it goes through it, yeah, oh, yeah. Man. But one part wonders like that—they're fantastic. Again, mm. for like, I can recommend for anyone who's not confident cook. Yeah, start with those. You know, sometimes people cook in a roast. You've got so much, you've got your veggies going on, yeah. your, your meat, your Yorkshire puddings. You've got all sorts of yeah. components to bring together. This you can focus on that and just make that it amazing. Yeah, yeah. If you, even if you wanted to serve some salad with it, the salad you can have done. And just well, I'm focus on this pot, middle of the table. Yeah, it's a great way to eat. Yeah, really cost good. effective simple and you can you know really develop them as well yeah that's a great idea if you, if anyone's got some one pot dishes either recipes or recommendations send them to us and we'll read them out on the pod next week uh, last one on this um and i'm putting myself out there because this could be scumbag <laughs> but it genuinely could be scumbag <laughs> okay but this is something that i've done i do regularly as a not, not a cost save but it's like make it just making you being smart and just making dishes go further mm. so i'll make like a bolognese yeah so, so it's like classic mince, tomatoes, and you're already looking at me like... I'm worried. Fuck, I've got an idea of what you're going to say. Is, I'm it's not bad. No, it. I, it's, yeah. I think it's scumbag. I think it's scumbag. Like, and I, it's, I wouldn't do this if people were coming around. It's like, a, <laughs> it's one of those where it's just like, I'm just... That's just for me, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So bolognese, onions, all the normal stuff. Um, and then we'll have a bolognese that night with that. But yeah. there's loads left over, deliberately. Yeah. What I'll do then... <laughs> this is so bad I feel bad I can't look at you I know what you're going to say I think I will like I will then in a separate pot onions garlic set that down and then different like like cumin cinnamon all the stuff and then kidney beans and then add that to the and then make a chilli out of yeah it. what are you yeah. say chilli <laughs> yeah. I do that that's bad isn't it it's bad it's well, like it's not it's for it you is. guys at home but it's not, it's not it doesn't taste the same but it's like no I think it's also we can't have the same dinner two nights in a row that's just like a rule yeah. but I don't know why that's a rule because we'd happily have the same breakfast two days in a row or whatever but yeah. in, in this world we just can't accept having din- the same dinner twice in a row so it's just my way of almost going oh we'll have chilli tomorrow 
Yeah. I've Scumbag. had people try Scumbag. it here and I've kicked off at all. Yeah, fair. Cause it, but it's it was, fair. I think they put less effort than you. It was like <laughs> beans in it, spring some chili. Oh, no, no, no. That's no, I'll do that in a separate part. I always do that in a separate part yeah. and then add it. So I, um, I've got some class about me. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot you can do with a bolognese. Obviously, you can lasagna it and you can do all sorts with it. Yeah, that's like true. That. Yeah. You can cannelloni it. Yeah. Um, but that's a bad yeah, one. Yeah, I've never it? chilled it. It's fucking uh, bad. It's really But when you make a chili, like say if you made a chili from scratch. Yeah. You can't do much with it afterwards. It's it's, no. it's a chili. That's why I do it that in. way around. Yeah, because at least I can manufacture this. I can square peg, square peg, sort of force it through a round hole yeah. into a chili. Yeah, but the other way around don't work. No, it, it does not. No, no, dreadful. Anyway, right, let's move on to some top five, shall we? Yes, look forward to this. This yeah. was good doing this. I enjoyed this. So um, essentially, it was it was it was essentially chocolate bars or like snacks. Yeah. But I wanted. Uh, I sort of made my own rules with this just so I could so I knew where I stood. I had in mind a petrol station. So yeah. when you walk into a petrol station, you've got like the biggest, on the right hand side, there's like five shelves crammed full of mainly mm. chocolates and sweets. Yeah. So I've taken off the board like biscuits or flapjack and ke- like cake. Like they're yeah, all off. Yeah, okay, yeah. It's yeah. chocolate bars, things that generally come in wrappers. Yeah. Um, and that's what I've done. Got a little game with this as well. I'm going to give you the, the, the bar or the sweet. You've got to try and guess when it first came out. Oh, okay. Right. Oh, that's okay. going to be a challenge. Yeah. No, it's yeah. tough, but it's interesting. It was interesting yeah. looking into all this because yeah. I was like, once I got in, I was like into all the history of like, oh, fuck, I never knew that. <laughs> okay, honourable mentions, not getting in, but, oh, okay, but some of my yeah. favourites. Yeah. Gold bars. Gold bars. Yeah, I remember them. I'm not a fan yeah. of them, I don't uh, think. Yeah. I don't think so. Similar to like a caramac. Yeah, I'm not sure. But the biscuit in the middle. Yeah. Um, it, and again, and I realised when doing this <clears throat> list, a lot of this... I know there are more tasty things out there, but it's so linked to nostalgia as well. God, like, I can pi- I can picture my garden and a gold bar. For some reason, I must have one in there once. But I could just, straight away. I'm just yeah. thinking about being a kid riding my bike around the garden and yeah. stuff. Like, and I love yeah. Gold bar is a good dunking in tea uh, as well. Okay, oh. yeah. Uh, also in there, recent one, but I love this dairy milk with the Oreo in it. Yeah, fucking love that. The texture yeah. of the Oreo biscuit in the in the dairy yeah. milk. Uh, and then a classic dairy milk with nuts. Oh, okay, nice, yeah. Not with the nice. fruit and nuts. Yeah. Take or leave the fruit bit. Yeah, I don't know, I like the fruit bit. Yeah? Yeah, I like the fruit and nut. Mm. Yeah, I'd rather more fruit than the nut for some oh, reason. Interesting. I don't know why. Okay, so they're my honourable mentions. Right, okay. getting into it. Number five, dairy milk whisper. Oh, love a whisper. whisper. Great texture. It's the texture in yeah, it. That is, that is what it is. I prefer that texture to an aero texture. Yeah. It's just softer yeah, softer airiness. Yeah, yeah, and it's. I think it's better chocolate. Oh, it's dairy. Nestle, isn't it? Than, yeah. yeah, it's way better. Yeah, it kills it. Um, it's like it's funny, isn't it? Because like Dairy Milk have got so many chocolate bars that are just Dairy Milk in different textures. Yeah, like the Twirl, the Flake, which I'm still not really sure. But I've seen a video on this, and I'll be curious to try it. Some of them they do change them because you know a Flake can't melt, apparently, yes. but a Twirl can. Yeah, apparently. I don't know. I've seen videos on like Instagram and TikTok about this. People like they're putting it in red hot pans. They're trying to mount it normally, put it in red hot pans, put it in the microwave. They don't seem to melt. But it may be completely wrong. I may have been fooled. I'm going to buy some. We're doing next week. my name to it. We're we're recording at a bench with a hob. So we're going to do it next week. We'll get some in, yeah. We'll get get a few. A whisper, a flake and a twirl. Three ponds. Three uh, pans and we'll see what yeah. happens alright yeah. we'll do that actually um, yeah Whisper so you mentioned the Aero it was you know sort of outwardly a direct competition Aero was already out 
Ah. Cadbury's went right. We'll try. We're doing our version. We'll do ours. Yeah. Probably, probably overtook it. For me, it's better. Yeah. I, I never see anyone with an arrow. Yeah. Really? No. You know, you they're quite famous, but you don't see they, people. They feel with... a bit eighties to me. Yeah. 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 And we we still call it that. Like when we do aerated chocolate. Yeah. You call it aero, and you're not yeah. it. It's different, different texture to the brand. Yeah. But aero just works. You'd yeah. never say a whisper. It's it's a brilliant name. Yeah. Aero. Like, I yeah. think if I, if Cadbury's could have had that first, they'd have gone with it because it's a perfect name. To, to oh, it is. You know. Yeah. Uh, what year do you reckon that came out? The Whisper. I still remember the the two comedians doing the adverts for it. What were their names? Was it Smith and Jones? Uh, oh, I didn't. Did I don't know. So I in my was it head says, and Mortimer was it? No, no. no it was, it was um, Smith and Jones. As in the the Welsh guy and. Yeah, and yeah, they uh, always used to do Black Screen yeah, Beyond. I'm just talking, just to talking each other. head to head, wouldn't yeah, they? Yeah, they did a whisper Reese, advert. Uh, so my head, this might have just been a newer advert. I bet it's older than this, but I, in my head, I'm going to say eighty-four, eighty-three. Oh, 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 it's fucking good. That really good, that. really good. Um, yeah, they released it in the northeast of England for at first, and it did yeah. so well locally that they went, "Let's go national." Is uh-huh. it what a different uh-huh. time that was? Because I suppose yeah. it was like a distribution thing, but yeah, yeah, eighty-three though nationally it was available. What they chose north of England first? Yeah, really. I don't know where a factory at the time Maybe, was yeah. for it. If they had more than just the one in Birmingham, yeah. but anyway, that's number five. Whisper, uh-huh. um, and well. Uh, we talk about it forever, but also Whisper Gold. Big fan of that. Yeah, I like Whisper yeah, Gold. I love yeah, love Whisper Gold. The yeah. variations are sort of included. Yeah. But this this next one, I'm going very specific because there are variations of this, but Kit Kat Chunky with peanut butter. Oh, okay. Yeah. I do like a chunky, Kit mm. Kat Chunky. I didn't buy it the first time I had it when uh, myself and Ollie, who I used to do a show on Capital with during mm. lockdown we were the only two people doing the show in the whole building oh, yeah. and it was a very odd but dep- and we weren't even in the same studio we were in two separate studios we looked through the glass at each other like, like at a zoo <laughs> and that was our life for the whole of lockdown yeah. it was a very weird existence doing a show together in separate rooms yeah, yeah. yeah. so often yeah, we'd be driving in separately and have yeah. to get fuel and we'd stop off at, and we'd take it in turns as like a little thick to buy each other a chocolate bar yeah. often and he brought in these kicker and I was like a kicker jar peanut butter and it blew me away I yeah. fucking love it I don't it. know if I've had a peanut butter one to be honest try it oh, well, give Re- it a honestly because I, I prefer a, a Kit Kat Chunky to a Kit Kat anyway I really like it the texture of the wafer and that bite through yeah. it's really nice but then the peanut butter is like a little bit gooey and I'm, I'm a massive peanut butter fan anyway it goes yeah, great with chocolate yeah, well. um, and again I've only just realised doing this list dunking them in tea and so that the chocolate goes a little bit soft yeah and it's a good one for that it's uh, great for that okay. so Kit Kat Chunky go. peanut butter uh, okay, number three, the only sweet on the list. Yeah. Wine gums. Uh, okay. I used it's, to have them a little bit as a kid. Yeah. But I never ate sweets, really. Yeah, no, same. I I don't, sweets in general, like Haribo, I don't get it. Yeah. You know, people that love Haribo, like fucking love, like they would actually yeah, choose Haribo over it. any chocolate bar. Mental. Yeah, Absolutely there's mental. something wrong with them. Dreadful. They've had some trauma in their yeah. life. Yeah. I, I can't stand Haribo. <laughs> One of the most overrated things. Not Whereas fun. wine gums, they're, they're massively linked to nostalgia. Like it reminds me of my mum straight still away. a little bit adult. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. It's got the word wine in it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, obviously. Uh, and there's always that thing of like, if you have a thousand, you'll be pissed. <laughs> Bullshit. Like, I mean, is there any, I don't even know whether there's any, like 0.001%, is it? Is, is there wine in them? I thought they were just sweaty, jelly yeah. sweets and that was the name of them. I'm that, sure there's that not know. wine in them. Oh, I forgot to do quickly. Kit Kat Chunky, uh, the original Kit Kat Chunky. So when did that come out, do you reckon? Oh, Chunky, 92. Oh, 99. Oh, 
A little bit oh, later. Oh, yeah, a bit later. Yeah, as we go along. Anyway, sorry. So wine gums. Um, yeah, really, like old English. It's like English heritage of wine gum, isn't it? Yeah. It's like the daddy of all sweets. Yeah, the sophisticated sweets. Sophisticated sweets. <laughs> but I love them. And they're great. And they're massively linked to nostalgia. It was like my mum's favourite sweet, my gramps' favourite. Yeah. He loved them. He had a big tin of them. And then like car journeys, just synonymous. And still now, if me and Hayley are like, oh, we're going down to the coast, it's like fill up the car, big bag of wine gums for the journey. <laughs> like it's just one of those. So wine gums know. are, yeah, just love them. Best two flavours, obviously, black and red. Best two? Um, no? Probably. I haven't had them since I was a kid. Really? Yeah, genuine. Oh, I drove but to I'd, London. I'd eat the darker ones. They're a bit richer. I drove to London yesterday because I got a tube. Um, <laughs> but yeah, what I didn't know was apparently that the red ones, they flick between uh, strawberry and raspberry flavoured. I don't know. Yeah. But you don't. you can't differentiate by the look of them. It's just until you pop them in your mouth. Oh, right. And of course, in the United States, it's neither. It's a sweet cherry of course. of course it's probably sweeter of course, of course it's, it's, yeah. you know all these things yeah. but they're really big in America as well wine gums oh, are they yeah, didn't I didn't know that yeah. I didn't think they'd be sweet enough for them when they changed the recipe for them when did wine gums first come out in the UK oh, I bet it's got to be like the 50s or 40s I reckon 52 1909 wow before the first world war wow fucking mental so it's a proper heritage sweet like it's like over a hundred years of wine gums yeah so fair play kept going yeah and stood the test of time like it's still up there yeah still up there okay so that's number three number two getting down to the the bee's knees now number two for me is a twix okay Right. Twix, yeah, Twix. I had one for years again. Really? I think I'm well, a sucker for Cadbury's, so I just yeah, yeah, yeah. Play it well, safe. this is the thing. It's like the chocolate actually plays second fiddle to this, but there's not much on it. Not much. It's that biscuit and that caramel. It's, it's the biscuit and the caramel because I love, I love like shortbread, the sweet and salty. You get a bit yeah. sweet and salty with this, and I love that like yeah. millionaire shortbready feel. But it's also bang for your buck because they yeah. are fucking big. And yeah. there's two of them. So you feel like this, like the price. <laughs> I mean, I'm getting really good value for money. Again, I love I love dipping these sorts of things in tea. Yeah. So that the chocolate melts a little bit. Mm, yeah, it's a good, that's going to be with a shortbread bit. That's going to yeah. be a good dipper. That's no, a good shout that. Yeah, really good. Now, I, uh, in looking into this, firstly, what year do you reckon Twix came out? Again, a UK one. I this don't is. even have a guess with this, but I reckon the, the 50s, let's say 58. That's not bad. 67. Oh, that's not too bad. Yeah, 1967. Now, um, a few years ago, it got accused of, like publicly, and this is an actual word, shrinkflation. Shrinkflation. Right. Oh, like they people do with the Freddo and yeah. that. Yeah. But then they did confirm that it had gone from a 60 gram bar down to a 50 gram bar. Uh, so they had shortened it. Yeah. Oh, stay in your lane, Twix. Like they are the longest big, yeah. like, uh, be lo- And then. I think they do, like some of the things have done that, haven't they? I was watching something about it where they, they do it rather than want to put the price up. Yeah. They want to bring it down like coca-cola have done it with those long cans yeah because of sugar tax they don't want to yeah make it more expensive so they make a 250 mil rather than 330 yeah. mil yeah that's clever yeah and then they also like twix have done this i think others have the the duos or the um oh so not yeah. with twix because there's already two of them but it's like they'll do the boost do it yeah the there's two of them in a longer bar yeah or or the extra Twix do an extra. Oh, do so they? It's extra long. It's got like that extra, like two uh, inches on the end. Um, but yeah, I just yeah. Uh, big fan of a Twix. Nice, great. Okay, number one. This is the only one that was not doesn't originate in the UK. Oh right, okay. Number one is the Daddy. Oh, I won't be told otherwise. <laughs> it's your list. The best chocolate bar that there is. 
Wow, would have gone off. And I would happily gone off Never have another one than this. I would happily go. Yeah, fuck off the rest. I just only ever had this one. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. And it's a it's a popular choice. Like I think a lot of people like this. I guess what it would be not being is it Europe? No, America. Yeah. Yeah, I can't. I don't know. I can't I'll give you, I'll give you some. Let's do it the other way around. Right, the year this came out, nineteen thirty. Right, it was big in America first. Came to this country in sixty-seven. It was the headline sponsor of the LA Olympics in nineteen eighty-four. Oh, okay. This will give it away. It had a different name in this country for years. They changed it. Changed it in 1990 for 20. Ah, I don't even think of it as being American. Yeah. It was the marathon, now the Snicks. Snickers. Snickers, sorry. Snickers, Snickers. yeah. Yeah, the, Snickers, I, yeah, I don't think of, it is American, obviously. I don't yeah. think of it. It's proper American, American. looking, sounding. Yeah, yeah, because it's similar. Yes, Mars, same company, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. No, that's a, that's a good chocolate bar. It's a great a one. And bar. it's the perfect, it's like, it's really flavorful, but the textures are probably one of the most complex for a standard chocolate bar you'd yeah. find. So it's, yeah, it's a solid chocolate bar. You've got the nougat, then you've got the nuts and caramel coated in chocolate, but a thin layer. Yeah. But it's quite, a, that's quite a... Yeah, it's a meal. It's a it? meal in a yeah. chocolate bar, but it's like, it goes a long way. Yeah. And in every just, food group. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah, you are. But it's just, it's just the, it's like the daddy of chocolate. Like I can't see past it. Yeah, it's solid. It's like a Mar- Mars bar, like my dad's favorite is a Mars bar, but it's like, it doesn't taste bad, but the one texture note just, and it goes a bit claggy and it's like, mm. I could leave that. Yeah, I do like leave. a Mars bar, but... Yeah, and the chocolate's a bit thicker on mm. top, isn't it? But I suppose if you love um, a Snickers, there's such a similarity. Like, yeah. you feel like you're missing out when you're having a Mars. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly it. It's, it's a naked Snickers. <laughs> it's weird. And, and I'm a, it's a f- poor man's Snickers. Yeah. I'm a fiend for nuts anyway. Like, I love peanut. We've always got, like, nuts in the house. A little mm. bit, like, I love nuts in, and in desserts. Massive fan. And the mm. new gar and the... So Snickers is... Yeah, cool. Number one. Nice. We we uh, asked our social following to say what they think is number ones, and quite a few people put Snickers. Uh, I think the first one uh, to do that was S Austin six five one said, "Got to be Snickers number one." They also said Terry's chocolate orange close second. Mm. No, it's one of them. If it's on the table, lovely. I'll have a few of them. <laughs> yeah. I've never bought one in no. my life. No, I, I haven't say. either. Yeah, but like, there's nothing apart from the wine gums. Mine, like, most of them would have been there or thereabouts. There or thereabouts. Yeah. I probably would have added double decker. Double decker. Double decker. Really? Yeah. Boost. I like a boost. Yeah, I love a boost. Yeah, I love a boost. That could have so gone many, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Snickers number one. I like a Kit Kat four finger. It's got to be four finger, not two. Yeah, two is pointless. Like, who yeah. are you if you eat that? Oh no. And I have to eat it like a bar. I can't break a finger off. Like that. <laughs> it feels too oh. delicate and too ladylike. Haley does that weird thing where she breaks off the bar and then eats all the chocolate around the edge. <laughs> so she's just got the wafer. It's take forever. She's like a little guinea pig. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like nibble, it's still because it's fiddly. One yeah. single, like yeah, it takes forever. Yeah, and I want to take a monster bite yeah. out of. It's probably three, maybe four fingers yeah. in one. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I did it. I was doing it because I knew it annoyed people. I did it on a TikTok video. I was talking about something, and I was just eating one. People were just horrified. <laughs> I just took a bite out of it. It's like, like a, it's monster. not even about how it would taste different. It's just the OCD of like ah yeah no no you need to break them away yeah. You get uh, a mouthful, it's much more pleasurable. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah. So there we go. Number five, Whisper. Kit Kat Junkie with peanut butter. Wine gums, Twix, Snickers. Nice. The daddy of chocolate. Solid list. Come at me, but that's right. <laughs> that is correct, that is, those five. They, they, I can't they Well, can't you touched. could just ditch the rest forever and just I could. Snickers. I really, I really mean that, though. <laughs> I, like, I really mean that. 
Because yeah. you just there's nothing I don't get from it. If I wanted a kick of chocolate, I've got that. If I wanted like the nuts, I've got that. It's just yeah, it's just there's perfect. Something slightly savoury about it. Yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, I think that is a key for me. I need the saltiness in there. Mm. And like it always used to blow my mind when I was younger and I didn't really know about cooking and I'd always see people season chocolate desserts yeah. with salt. That used to blow my mind, but it makes perfect sense. And if you, if you just did that experiment at home with unsalted chocolate and chocolate, and you just put a little bit in and taste the difference, yeah. it's unbelievable. Yeah. Blew my mind. So yeah, there we go. Um, I think that's about it, unless there's cool. anything it's about me for next week. Yeah, I've got, right, I've... I had a couple written down and I think I'm going to go for, it was suggested by Nico on Instagram. I'm going to go for your top five pet peeves in the kitchen. Oh, I might have to speak to Laura and Gibbo about this because okay. they're, they're just so normal to me. That, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's one we talk about a lot yeah, that will be yeah, in number five, yeah, in the yeah. top five. Somewhere. Well, if, if you, yeah, yeah, it could be. Well, if you want to take, if you want to take cooking spoons off the board, you can. Yeah, but it's up to you. It's up to well, you. Uh, I think, yeah, I mean, it's it's the most obvious one, but it's I, my biggest, biggest. I thought it'd be good to do a really industry-specific one of like the five things in the kitchen that piss yeah. you off the most. I'm gonna, uh, yeah. yeah, like because they'll be able to remind me once because. Yeah. Obviously, I'll go on about them all the time, but they're so normal to me. Yeah, yeah, because you're so close to the fire. Yeah, I'll have to get yeah. their help from that and then think and then, about it. But there'll I'll, be fucking loads. I'll, yeah, there will be. But then I'll go back to more like chocolate barry ones for you next time. But I wanted to do yeah. like a industry. No, no, that's one. cool. I yeah. did see that on there. I thought that was a good one. Yeah, yeah. it's good. Yeah, there's some great ones. And if you've got more to suggest to us, please message us at the nightcap underscore pod. Uh, any more news on grass fed or books or anything at the moment? Or is um, it still sort of almost yeah, there? Yeah, books. We did another shoot last week. Mm. I've got two shoots left to do and then just obviously finishing the recipes it'll be sent off by sort of mid-july yeah and then it's done amazing great done, done which is great like we've chose all the color and because i'm a different color to do the one but it's still going to form yeah part with the spine the same picture yeah um so how to how to cook pasta properly it'll be cool that's right? it how to cook pasta yeah. properly with a bit of rice and grain in there but 90 90 percent mm. pasta generally. yeah and then that's done and grass-fed kitchens are going in and um, yeah, just waiting really on other people. Yeah. I've hired most of the kitchen team. Nice. Oh, that's yeah. great. That's yeah. a massive hurdle. Yeah. Can't wait. <laughs> yeah, we've already said we're going to come down when it's, either, you know, day, not maybe not a day off because you might be run off your feet, but like in and around mm. that week, we'll go down and record there. Yeah. Oh, that's just cool so we can, yeah. Uh, yeah, just see it and, you Different know, take time. it all Have in. A yeah. Steak. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, man. That sounds great. Cool. Wherever you're listening, thanks so much for joining us. As always, you can message us at the nightcap underscore pod. Please leave us a rating and review. It really, really helps us chart and get seen and get downloaded. Uh, and also, we have merch available some really high quality t shirts, hoodies. They are beautiful perfect for this summer go to the website at the end of this podcast in the little advert that we have to check them out otherwise we'll see you all next week cool see you later Thanks so much for downloading the Nightcap podcast. We appreciate the support and we'd love to know that you are enjoying the pod. And now you can become a proud member of the Nightcap podcast tribe. Along with our weekly catch-ups and up-and-coming series with more amazing guests, we've created some bespoke Nightcap podcast clothing, which you can get online now. We've teamed up with our friends at T-Mill to create t-shirts and hoodies in various sizes, colours and fits for both men and women. Yeah, we chose t 
T-Mill for several reasons. They make these clothes with 100% natural materials using organic materials that are better for the environment. They use the sun and wind to power the production of these products. Plus, they will send you your order in packaging made from plants, not plastics. And the best thing is they look great and they feel great. You can just tell their quality so there's no knockoff merch here. Yeah, it's as simple as this. Go to thenightcap.tmill.com. That's thenightcap.tmill.com to order your Nightcap podcast merch now. 